0: Hi, voice teachers. It's Nikki from Full Voice Music. Today we are talking about recitals, specifically recitals for young singers or students who are perhaps new to performing. We've got some great ideas, some suggestions to make everybody feel welcome and comfortable. And we've got a little uh, a little secret to keep families in their seats till the very last performance. Check it out. Welcome to the Full Voice Podcast. Resources for private, classroom, and choral music programs. And here's your host, Nikki Loney. It's recital season. Well, when is it not really recital season? I think that is one of the things as private music teachers. We are always preparing our students for the next upcoming performance. So today we are talking about recitals, specifically for young singers, for new performers, and really simple things that we can do to make our recitals just a fantastic event. How do you feel about recitals? How, do you love them? Maybe you've maybe you've been doing them for a long time and you've got a great routine and and uh, it's something that you really look forward to. I kind of have a love-hate relationship with recitals. I know they're important. I know that they are crucial to a successful a music studio a teaching studio and I I really uh, I really value the fact that recitals are an opportunity for everyone to celebrate their musical achievements families and students alike but they are a lot of work recitals are a lot of unpaid time um, and they require great organization skills. And sometimes for a lot of teachers, um, they can be out-of-pocket expense. Maybe you have to rent a venue. Maybe you have to hire an accompanist. Um, they, can, uh, they can be expensive uh, depending on how big or how small you go with your recitals. And there's lots of different types of recitals. Maybe you have, uh, well, I have colleagues. I have colleagues that do smaller grouped recitals in their homes. And it's lovely i have colleagues that put on huge shows with lights and sound people and it is an unbelievable event and i'm kind of in the middle with my recitals like i i have uh i have a beautiful church that i am so lucky to be able to use my husband and i teach out of our, our our church we have a great teaching studio there and we use the the sanctuary for our recitals and uh, it's, um, it, it is a lot of work. And I love seeing my students perform. I love I'm always blown away. There's always a student that surprises me, you know, and, and all of a sudden a performance comes out. And I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. And I love those moments. But sometimes, um, you know, you go to all this trouble. And the challenge is, is that, you know, families are really busy and kids are involved in millions of things nowadays and they often opt out or they cancel on you. Um, I've, I've even had students just not show up. No phone call, no email, no nothing. They just didn't show up. And then the next week, you know, nobody says anything. Like, oh, sorry, we missed the recital. So it, it can be a lot of work and sometimes it's, it goes unappreciated. But today... I have some great ideas. Not all of them are mine. I can't take credit for all of them. I, I have had some wonderful conversations with my colleagues, not just voice teachers, but piano teachers as well, uh, that had great ideas for just really making recitals fantastic. And the consensus uh, with my colleagues is the a really great recital isn't about mm, amazing student performances. It's not uh, about showcasing the best of the best. And, and it's, it's unfair to put that kind of pressure, especially on young performers. And it's not fair to put that pressure on you. It's, it's not about amazing performances. If you have those performances, great. But if you don't, it's okay. Because a really great recital is about how you make people feel before, during, and of course after the recital. And if you do a good job of that, I guarantee you, your families will look forward to your recitals. Your students will look forward to your recitals. You might even look forward to your recitals. So I've got some really great ideas, and, I, and I'm quite happy to share them with you. And I wanna thank my colleagues who uh, con- contributed to these ideas as well. So the first tip that uh, I think is really important is try to keep your recitals to a reasonable length. If you are a teacher who's teaching like 50 students and you put them all in one big recital, well, that's just mean, that is just cruel. And you cannot blame families for getting up and leaving, you know, at the, you know, halfway mark, which is two hours later. You can't ask families, especially with young children, to stay more than an hour. So if you are teaching a lot of students, then you may want to... Um, uh, separate them like put two separate recitals or smaller recitals. Is it more work? Yes. Does it take up more of your time? Yes. But it it is greatly appreciated by students and families um, not to have to sit for too long. And uh, um, the other, the other, um, the other tip that uh, uh, I really like, and this is something that I did on my last recital in June. I have a lot of students in my studio that are new to performing and have anxiety. Um, some of them, it's it's quite severe. It, it is It does affect them and they have a lot of anxiety. And we have to remember too, when we have a student that's stressed out, I guarantee that the family and the parents, they're stressed out too. When children get anxious, so do families. So... Um, we have to do everything in, in our power, everything that we can to make everybody feel comfortable. So one of the things I did at my last recital, huge success with this is I played fun, lively, up-tempo music while people were arriving. And by fun, lively, up-tempo music, music that the kids and the families like, (laughs) that's really important. Like, so music, uh, f- uh, by artists that aren't dead just if you're curious <laughs> so unless you have families that just love classical music uh then you know you know what i'm saying it may it might not be your favorite music ask your students ask your students who they're listening to i played some uh, I played Pharrell Williams Happy, I played some Bruno Mars, uh, I, I played a lot of fun stuff, and the kids and the families walked into the church, and they started moving, and they were smiling, and some of the kids were singing along, oh, I love the song, and it did wonders, and I watched really carefully. My students that were really nervous, had a lot of anxiety about the performance, they were smiling. They weren't sitting nervously in a chair in the corner, freaking out. They were having fun. They were talking to people. They were they were mingling. So and it was so successful that even my accompanist, who is one of my best friends, uh, turned to me, she said, this was a really great idea and I'm going to do this at my recital. So I highly recommend uh, uh, some some tunes, some fun tunes. Uh, that that families and make sure the families like it when they're coming into your venue and you of course can play this music at the end of the recital after everybody is finished and people are mingling about and maybe during the reception time. So the other thing that I've always done and uh, I've I've seen recitals where oh, this doesn't happen or it's not done well make sure that you open the recital uh, with a really, uh, heartfelt warm welcome. So, if you're not into public speaking, if that stresses you out, um, too bad. Uh, it's important. This is your teaching studio. These are your students. And this is an opportunity to say hello to families. And a lot of these families, you might not see them every week. So, say hello, welcome everybody, let them know what's going to happen, how happy you are that they are there. If you're not comfortable with public speaking, then practice. Uh, you know put your little points your 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 speech in point form practice it make sure you get out the important um, things that you want to say to people but it's really it's your show it's you making people feel comfortable and I it goes a long way the other thing that I like to do uh, is Um, invite a guest performer to open the concert and I always try to have a former student somebody maybe who's gone on to university or college maybe they're doing something professionally it is so inspiring for your younger students to see older students who are at a higher level it is like having 20 lessons they really learn from those students And uh, it's also a great way to reconnect with some of your uh, older students or students that have left your teaching studio. And it is a great showcase to what you do as a professional. This is one of my students and now they are doing this. It's a great way to to just uh, promote yourself. And um uh, and and it's, it's always appreciated. If you don't have any students that are available, then you know, maybe you can perform. I know that uh, uh, either usually my husband and I will usually do a number. And if we don't, I often get complaints. How come you didn't perform? You should sing that song. So uh, whether it's you or a student, have some, some great fun song to open the concert, the recital. The other thing that I have been doing for many years, and, and that is uh, asking my students um, uh, to in- introduce themselves and, and their songs, um, for a couple reasons. One, this is an important skill. And if you're teaching piano, I think this is important for piano students as well, or any instrumental student. I think walking up on stage and just starting to sing and or play is kind of abrupt, And I think public speaking skills is something that is, it's a, it's an important life skill to be able to speak in front of a group of people, uh, is really important. So that's something that I work on and I make my students practice. They don't like necessarily practicing it. I get a lot of eyeball rolls, I have to do my introduction. I'm like, yes, you do. But what you'll find is they often will rush. They'll speak too, they'll speak too quickly. So they will be like, hi, my name is, and I'm, and you got to go, no, 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 slow down. And um, so you work with them. But if you have your students introduce themselves in their pieces, this also saves an enormous amount of time and keeps your recital moving. So I tell my students, the second the person before them is stepping off the stage, they are walking towards the stage, they hand their music to the accompanist, maybe you're the accompanist, and then they get into their position, they smile, and they do their introduction. It makes, it, it cuts minutes and minutes off of a recital, and it can really keep recitals moving. Practice with them, let them practice their introductions in the lesson. uh, But a great way to build their confidence. I also think of it as a kind of a micro warm up, I would rather speak a few lines before singing. um, And I think the kids find this too. So the the next thing too, is um, uh, one of the things and this, this something that I started doing a a few years ago and I got this idea from a colleague of mine and I have to thank them for it. Um, We all have that struggle of keeping families to the very end of the recital. In my early days of teaching, uh, I had a huge problem with this. And at one, it was like a year-end recital. It was a beautiful summer day uh, or almost summer day and people just wanted to get out of there and okay and I get it the church was kind of hot and stuffy the air conditioning wasn't working but at the end of the recital there was less than half of the audience and it was it was it was really disheartening for the students that had to stay to the end because they had half an audience there Um, it was it was really upsetting it really stressed me out so a friend of mine a colleague of mine said well I do a draw um, I do like a draw for a little prize and I do that towards the end and uh, or no sorry they did a 50-50 draw So they did They had a 50-50 draw and he gave he gave like, you know, the the half of it to charity. He didn't keep it for himself. He gave it to the church or whatever cause. And so it kept it helped to keep the families to the end because people wanted to win the draw. So what I do is I go and I get uh, gift cards. So maybe it's a gift card for movies or iTunes or Starbucks. The kids love the gift cards for Starbucks. And then I go to the dollar store and I get draw tickets and I, all the performers, so I do this with the kids, all the performers get a ticket and you know, kind of after about five performers, I get one of the kids to come up and you know, they, they draw for a card. So what I do is I get a three pack, I get a three pack of $10 gift cards. So there's three, uh, draws. And the kids love this. Um, they really have a good time. And so, you know, like after five performers, I'll do a draw. And you know, after 10 performers, I'll do another draw. And, you know, towards the end of the recital, I'll draw the final gift card. Sometimes I'll have a bigger gift card or whatever. The thing is, there's a fun, there's something fun happening. And, you know, even if the parents want to leave, the kids don't cause they might win a gift card. I know it's kind of tricky. It's kind of it's kind of sneaky, but I don't care. <laughs> I want I want my families to stay to the end. I want everybody to support all of the singers and it, this is something that everybody's had fun with. The kids have a great time. It's a small price to pay uh to to just kind of have something uh you know a a, a little add a little life to your uh your recital. So the other, um, the other thing that I always try to do, and this I think is so important, especially when you have uh, young singers or new performers, uh, is make sure that you take time in your recital to recognize, um, you know, the, the new students. Um, I always identify and let people know and I have like a little card or a certificate for first time performers. That's huge. Getting up and performing for the very first time is a big deal and it needs to be recognized and the parents need to understand that it's a big deal and you getting up on that stage and doing what you did, you deserve a pat on the back and I know that my students are so wonderful in supporting the younger students. They really are just so great with new students and and if i have a student that's anxious I i don't even have to ask my students to do this they just rally around them it's so nice to see so i always try to recognize new students i i I also like to welcome new families you know welcome to you know megan's family this is your first music recital so enjoy yourself So it's those little details, acknowledging people, making people feel comfortable, having fun with your students, giving people a reason to stay to the end of the performance is so important. And then at the end of the recital, uh, I always like to play that fun, funky music at the end and, you know, simple refreshments and allow the students and moms and dads and you to mingle to to go around and talk and celebrate and that was a great job and thank you so much for coming and it is so important just to have that social uh, uh you know just a little bit of social time at the end of the recital um it's just a great you know you get to meet grandmas grandmas and grandpas and aunts and uncles who come out and you get to say hello um and then make sure that at the end of the evening at the end of the recital at the end of the evening make sure you graciously thank everyone and your job and my goal is to make sure I see people leaving with a smile that is so important to me I want people to I don't want families racing out of there you know because something bad happened I want the smiles and that is so important that is how you're going to have a great recital um and then of course make sure in the following lessons, follow up. Follow up with students and families. How did you feel at the recital? How, you know, you did really well. I think you did well. And, and just kind of get that feedback from families so that your next recital can be even better. So there you have it. There are some really simple and fun ideas to make your next recital a fantastic event. I really need to thank my colleagues, you know who you are, for sharing your success stories and these great ideas. I can't take credit for all of them. And uh, if you... Have any suggestions? If you do something at a recital that just goes over wonderfully with your families or with your students, please share it with us. You can actually uh, leave comments here on our podcast page. Uh, You can reach out uh, via email or on our Facebook page as well. We also are on Instagram and on Pinterest, so there's so many ways to keep in touch with us. I'm wishing everyone all the success at your recitals for you and for your students. And have a wonderful recital season. This is Nikki, and you're listening to the Full Voice Podcast. Happy singing. You have been listening to the Full Voice Podcast. For more information and free teacher resources, please visit our website at www.thefullvoice.com. May my canoe music. Canoe music.ca. All right. How to host awesome recitals. Podcast. All right, Sean Trotter. In three, two, one. Damn it, (coughs) cat. Faith. What? I am talking here. Well, I'm talking. (sighs) Do you want to say hi? Yeah, you want to talk? You want to talk? Are you finished?